This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. And I'm Mina, and we're from Tangata Tumutu Trust. And you're listening to Pallyhood! <laughs> <laughs> Greetings and a massive kia ora to each and every one of you. Whatever corner of this globe you're tuning in from, we'd like to welcome you to the Pollywood Show 96.9 Plains FM. You're here with Sam and Sefa here to take you into the weekend. Sefa, have you been, brother? I've been good, thank you very much. It's been... This is my last day of leave as I'm moving into my new house. And it's the... The move has been... Like, we've said it every week as we... <laughs> I feel like we've chronalised my journey into this new house. And we're just unpacking now. Our keys were handed over. Such a, like, emotional process between mm. myself and my mentor. who handed over the keys, my mentor and his wife. And it was, man, very emotional. I was just going to say that. What about yourself? Um, I have been... Uh, this is my last week of work before I start in my new position at all. Uh, so I've been finding it very hard to keep motivated. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm straight up at that leg gear stage. Like, um, I obviously do care, but yeah, just uh, I'm more so looking ahead uh, to next weekend. Just uh, can't wait to um, for the new beginnings, to be honest. Nice, man. Uh, anyway, on to Upu of the Week. Today's Upu of the Week is Ta'avale. Mm. Why did I choose Ta'avale? Ta'avale means... I'll let you explain that, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Ta'avale means uh, ka, and, uh, you know, like a lot of Samoan words, it's uh, made up of two parts. So Ta'a means to play, and vale means crazy. So the origins of the word ka in Samoan is... Uh, play crazy <laughs> go crazy yeah so yeah I think um, someone must have seen a car for the first time and said oh man look at that valley look at that crazy <laughs> crazy thing playing around yeah also Tavale like to roll mm. oh Tavale is to roll yeah yes. Tavale is also to roll um, or yeah when you roll something over mm. and yeah, Tavale is in car. Why did I bring this up? I brought this up because, um, you know, when you have to give ID for something, I mm. always give my driver's license. My partner hands over her driver's license, and it's just the restricted one. And there, she's been unrestricted for like, I don't know, I'm going to say 10 years, mm. a decade. What, what are you on at the moment? Famous? I'm on that too. <laughs> <laughs> what are you on? Full? Yes. I'm on full license as well. But, um,. A lot of people do stay on their yeah. restricted stage for ages. My brother's still on his restricted. And he's been there for, like, just as long. Well, you pay for your restricted, and I think it's um, it's good for, like, a, maybe 10 years or, like, maybe less, but it's good for, like, a, a quite a long amount of time. 
so I've seen people say, I'm going to get uh, my money's worth. <laughs> <laughs> and the restricted licensing rules are like, you can't, you can carry a passenger. You have to drive by yourself, you, but you can carry a dependent. <clears throat> yeah, you can carry, um, you know, uh, someone in your family. And if you are carrying someone that's not a dependent or family, then they have to be full license. Mm. Yeah, and I think it's like 10 o'clock or something you have to stop. There's a curfew. Yeah. But I, I, I don't know how many people would have been pinged with that or, you yeah. know. I haven't seen too many police. Oh, mind you, I don't go out after 10 or anything, so. Not yeah. anymore. No, I, I stopped going out ages ago. <laughs> <laughs> I stopped when, like, I was at uni. Yeah. I don't even think I ever went out to uni. <laughs> Oh, we stay home. <laughs> <laughs> Just read the Bible. Yeah, that's me. Tavali, it's the upo of the week for car or to to roll mm. to roll over to yeah to roll or yeah or car. Uh, on today's on today's episode, we're going to talk about this book that we've re- been reading. It's taken Sam and I to read this book for like a year. Eh? A year yeah. to read this really small book. I still haven't finished it. <laughs> we're, we're about at the same place. Uh, we wanted to talk to you about it because it's it's self-help. It's mm. self-help, and we should talk about it. And the book was released in 2006. It's called The Secret. And it's a book by Rhonda Byrne. I can't say <laughs> that name. Rhonda Byrne. <laughs> and it's, yeah, it's really, it's, it's an interesting book. Uh, that talks about the law of attraction, what it does, and how people have access to it. We're going to speak about the secret and our experiences with it so far after this. Is someone in your family suffering from diabetes, heart disease, or respiratory illness? Contact our nurses at Tangata Atumotu Trust and we will arrange for in-home support. Call us on 0800 bus speaker that's 0800-727-434 or contact us through our website tat.org.nz that's tat.org.nz Welcome back everyone. As Sam and I were saying before the break, we're going to be talking about this book called The Secret, written in 2006, or released in 2006 by Rhonda Berent. Uh, and where she explains the law of attraction, the secret. Uh, you might have heard of this. The law of attraction is quite popular. It's said, uh, like celebrities talk about it. Famous people, sports sports stars, they talk about attracting things and manifesting things. Sam, in the best way possible, like how you can explain it, can you explain the law of attraction? Um, you attract what you think, mm. basically. Uh yeah, reading the book, it basically, like, boiling it all down. Uh, if you think something, then you'll manifest it into happening or into attracting it towards you. And what was the main thing? It was uh, the law of attraction doesn't differentiate between uh, whether you want something or you don't want something. If you think about that thing, then you're going to get it. So, for example, if you think about debt all the time, then you're going to just get debt. Mm. You can't think I don't want debt. It, the the main bit is the debt bit. So if you if you if you sit there and you're just like oh 
thinking about debt all the time, then you're just going to get debt. Even if you think, oh, I don't want debt, I don't want debt, you're going to get debt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whereas if you think of, like, being rich and wanting all the stuff, mm. like, you attract it to you. Uh, and you, explained it, you, exp- you explained it quite well, bro. <laughs> yeah. The, what's it called? The thing I, I took out of it is that it's more than just thinking about it, eh? You're attracting it, but at the same time, you work towards it. Yeah, and I think that's a good thing, is that because you're thinking about it, um, it will forces you to sort of work towards it too, unconsciously, I guess. Um, you know, if you're thinking about a goal all the time, then you're already working towards attaining it. So, um, and the law of attraction will just bump you along the way. Mm. It's like the like one part that I keep going back to is that your your thoughts uh, become this like transmitter. Mm. So like as you're saying, if you think debt all the time, if you think about your debt, you're gonna get letters about your debt. Yeah. So yeah, someone's gonna call you up for chasing up payments and stuff like that. If you think about it. Even if you think about it positively, because the universe or this law of attraction that we're reading about mm. doesn't differentiate good and bad. <clears throat> no, it doesn't. Uh, one example I can give you is uh, I was I was needing to pay off debt, but instead of thinking debt, I was thinking money. Yeah. And I was actually, I was reading a different book at the time, but I was just sitting there going, man, I, I need some extra cash to, you know, pay off some of this debt. I was just thinking money. And that afternoon, someone turned up wanting to buy my car. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is crazy. Because <laughs> yeah. I was just sitting there going, money in my head. Like, like you know, thinking about needing to get money and then also thinking, like, how am I going to get more money? So I was thinking of, you know, um, you know, doing extra things or whatnot. And then, yeah. Uh, that very afternoon, someone turned up and wanted to uh, buy my car. So, yeah. Oh, and another example. I've got so many examples. Yeah, I was just going to share one too. Um, oh, you go. You go ahead. Oh, I was going to say how I first got the book, mm. uh, how I came across the book The Secret. Uh, it was from watching a Will Smith interview where he talks about the law of attraction and he talks about, and Jim Carrey as well. Mm. So he thought about being rich all the time. He even made a, a fake check to himself from an employer, which was worth so-and-so money, and he put that in the wallet, and he'd take it out, look at that check, this, this fake check, and eventually he got paid out for Dumb and Dumber for um, was it, Wasn't the check like a million bucks or something? Yeah, it was, yeah, so he eventually manifested that amount. Uh, Will Smith talked about it. So I went looking for this book. I went to, to Whitcalls, sold out, um, and I did this over a couple of weeks. Couldn't find the book. Then I went to New Brighton. There's this store that just sells a lot of old books. Walked in there. The old man didn't know how to work the FPOS machine because uh, I want. I I picked up these <laughs> goosebump books mm. and I went to go pay for an FPOS. And the old man couldn't work out the FPOS machine, so I was like, "Okay, I'll pay cash. I've got twenty bucks. Here you go. I need twelve dollars change because I had these goosebump books as well." And um, the poor old man didn't have change on him either. He was I don't know. He just said, "I can't find the box that he puts the money in." So I was like, "Look, I'll go find some more books worth twenty dollars and I'll come back." The first stack I lift is the secret is under the stack of books. I just I just grabbed a stack, like a random stack of books, lifted it. The secret's there, has no cover. It's just a like the cover's missing, but it's just the secret. You could still see that it was the secret. No, I opened the book and I was like, "What's this?" And then it was the secret, and the label was twelve bucks. 
so I was like, that's exactly the change I need. So I took it, went home, started reading it. And um, that's how I got the secret. Because I like, <laughs> was looking for it and I guess I really wanted it. At that time in my life as well, mm. I was really looking for a sign, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think you got me the secret, right? Yeah. Then I shared yeah. it with you because things started working out. Yeah. And my story's not as cool as yours because you just gave me the book. But I've been trying to pass this on to everyone else. I've been trying to make it not a secret. Mm-hmm. You know, but, oh, man, a lot of my mates are just like, yeah. I'm like, man, reading is knowledge and you need to read this book. Uh, uh, one example I had was, oh, like just more recently, uh, I was... Uh, you know how I've got a moving job, so I'm starting next week at Ada. Uh, of my current job, I live in the company house, so because I am leaving the job, I have to vacate um, where I'm staying, so I have to leave uh, the place I'm staying. And I've just been having trouble find, trying to find a like a rental property, like a house, an apartment to move into. And uh, what was it last week? I, I came out. I was just I just sat there and I just hard out started thinking. Uh, you know, apartment, like I need an apartment. I just keep thinking it. And then I uh, went on Facebook Marketplace and then there was this one advert that uh, said uh, no pets. And I was like, oh man, like... Um, you need what, one with yeah, pets. what am I going to lose? Messaged the dude and then he just said, oh yeah, uh, you said your pet's like 11 years old. Uh, that's fine. And then he said, come through on uh, Saturday, so tomorrow. And uh, have a look at the house, and if you can move in on the 26th, then that's basically us. And I was like, "Wow!" Like, you know, this whole time I've been stressing, and I, I, I literally just stopped everything I was doing and I just said, "I need," you know, I sat there and I just said, "I needed it. I needed it." In an apartment, and then yeah, I basically messaged uh, an advert on Facebook Marketplace. I'd seen heaps before, mm. but I never, I never messaged the dude because it said uh, no, pets. no pets, and I was just like, "Oh, you know what? What am I gonna?" What do I want to lose? You know, mm. He could just say no, but I was thinking he was going to say no, but he said, oh, that's all good. And I was like, oh, man, wow. <laughs> that's awesome. The other thing about manifesting is that, as we were talking about before, is that you can't just think about it. You have to actually do mm. uh, stuff to align with that thought. So while you're thinking about, so let's say you want a new car. Um, and we're just trying to explain the secret here for everyone listening. If you want a new car, you have to picture yourself in that car, like touching the car, the smell of the car, like what the steering wheel feels like, what it feels like to change the gears, what you hear when you're driving the car. And then, of course, start setting in motion things that, ha- that towards that car, like putting away savings for that car, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And that's that's aligning it. So it very much in, works in line with, because the secret doesn't actually differentiate itself from prayer. Prayer's, mm. Prayer is nothing without action. Same yeah. same principle. Do you reckon mm. it's the same thing when people have dreams? And then, because I've had times where I've had like a dream and then I can see something happening before me and I'm like, oh man, I've dreamt about this. Is that like deja vu? Yeah. And I'm like, bruh. I've had that like a couple <laughs> times. Have you? Uh, yeah, yeah. Where you felt you've been in the same situation before. Yeah, I know, like, specifically I've had um, dreams where I've just been, like, real vivid dreams, and then, I don't know, like, further along, uh, further in the year, it's happened, and I was like, bruh, am I, like, a fortune teller? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you a little story about this house that I just brought. 
um, I saw this house. I went with my mentor to his place uh, to pick up something before heading off. And at that time, we were kind of thinking of a house. And he wasn't selling or anything. I was just like, I really want this house. This house is amazing. It's near my old house. I would really like this two-story house. It's got everything that I would like. Uh, and this is a good year and a half out from actually buying it. <clears throat> and uh, that week I went home. We were looking for for a house. And I brought. I went and brought a box and named it the street and address of this house. This is a year and a half out. And I told my partner, all the property files for that house are going to end up in this. Uh, so that <laughs> box <laughs> has sat empty. <laughs> for a year and two months, a year and three months, that box s- sat empty on my shelf. But yesterday I walked in as the owner. So those property files are in there now of that place, not knowing that he wanted to sell. Yeah. Uh, and everything I worked towards, conversations with him, was all leading up to the per- like eventual purchase of that house. So, yeah, now that box is full. Um, it's, yeah, it's just, I don't know how to explain it, eh? And, like, we, we've not even finished the book. It's, it's really weird. No, I need, oh, I keep saying, I need to finish, I need to finish yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. I want to say it again, I need to finish it. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's um, interesting because when you said, uh, when you uh, first tried to find the book, it, they were, it was sold out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of people that are tapping into this um, this secret, and it's done wonders for yourself and me as well. And I think it will do um, a lot more if we just finish the book. Yeah, <laughs> brand new. It's like it was like fifty bucks mm. at the time as well. And yeah, I think at that time I didn't have that cash to buy the book for fifty bucks, and somehow I brought it for twelve, and it was it was cool. Along with the yeah, there was a lot more. So my house situation brought that box. Started talking to people about wanting that house. Then started praying about it, like because uh, we needed a house. It was we've been in our place for three years, and it's time to grow, get something bigger. And even when we went to to new homes to look at, mm. I was I was I always was declining. My my partner would be like, "Let's go to this one. Doesn't it look good? Let's put an offer in." And I'm just like, nah, I don't feel it. I don't feel it. I'm not cool. I want to go. I want this house that we were in today. Did you put an offer in at any other places? Uh, yes. And we went to another bid. But, like, oh, it was really bad of me. But we did put an offer. Mm. Paid for, like, the builder to go in and stuff. But there was always that part of me that was just like, I hope we don't get this house. I hope we don't get this house. Yeah. I, was just, I don't know why. I just didn't want it. Uh, my partner was really pushy on getting a house. But, mm. uh, and we did visit a few. But I knew in the back of my mind I wanted to be the owner of that house that yeah. I'm in now. So, and, yeah. and it worked out. So. That's crazy. Um, I've got one more example from, this is oh, five years ago. And um, I, I, I was working at this place called JFC, and then on one site we were working on, there was a, another company called Morris Lang that was also working there, and they were, um, they started asking some of the boys that were at JFC, oh, would you want to come work for us? And they were offering, you know, three, three, four dollars more an hour, and we we're just like, oh yeah, for sure. And this was like uh, November, 
Leading into Christmas. Leading into Christmas. And then we're like, sweet. And then, you know, three or four of us went over. And this is when they still had the 90-day trial thing because, you know, that thing's not a thing anymore. Um, and at that same time also, we were looking for a house as well. So we'd put an offer for a uh, a house. And uh, I think I'm, I might have mentioned this on the show before, but uh, we had put an offer in for this house and uh, the lady, the realtor, he said, oh, she wants 5K more. And then we're like, okay. And then we came up 5K and then uh, he came back and he said, oh, she wants another 5K. And we're just like, what? You know, we've, we've come up initially to what you wanted. And then we're just like, fine, whatever. And then he came back a third time and said she wanted more. And he, he was, we could tell he... Uh, the real estate agent, we could tell he was like so mad. Like, um, he he basically said, um, I fully understand if you guys just want to, um, you know, just pull out because I've told you you can't keep doing this. And we're like, man, we've, we've come up twice and now you want like a you know more money the third time around. And he, because this is he's also getting paid, like, he, this is him not getting paid basically, um, by the uh, the owner, uh, wanting more. And she was. It was uh, the house um, was getting sold because they were, she was getting divorced, so she was just wanting more money. And then we just said, "No, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll pull out." And so we didn't get the house. Uh, and the job that I was at, uh, Mariah Slaying, uh, a week out from Christmas, they fired all the guys, including myself, that had come over from JFC for like no reason. Um, although they're making up like you know some random reasons, but all four of us using that ninety-day trial yeah, thing. All four of us that came over, and they're like a French company. And I remember walking in because um, at the beginning of the day, they were like, "Oh, uh, after the meeting, uh, our talks meeting at the beginning, uh, they were like, oh, Sam and the other three guys, can you guys uh, go help load up the trucks and then come to the office?'" And we went to the office, and uh, they basically just told us, uh, "This is your last week." Uh, uh, we let go of you guys. You guys haven't been turning up to work. And we're like, this is so BS. You know, we have been. What are you talking about? A week out from Christmas. And, uh, yeah, I just basically threw my hard hat onto the table and I just told them, you know, to get lost. And they were like, oh, because you can work for the rest of the week. And I was like, why? Like, you know? So we all left. Um, and then I was jobless over. So I believe they did that because by the end of the week, and there was like a two-week break where they still had to pay the workers. So we just suspected that they just got rid of us so they wouldn't have to pay us for the two weeks. And um, we went to Melbourne, came back, didn't have a home, didn't have a job. And I was just hard out praying. Um, yeah, like, you know, I needed a job, I needed a house. And then, um, you know, as, this is before I even knew about the secret. So, yeah. you know, I was like manifesting, I was praying for it. And then I got a call from a job that I had applied for the year before that I didn't get. And they rang me back saying that they've got a new uh, student site that they need a duty manager for and would I still be interested in the job? And I'm like, yeah, you know, so there, that's the first thing. I needed a job and they offered me a job off the bat because I'd already interviewed for it. And then the second thing, they said, this job comes with a house. So I was like, two birds, one stone. And I was like, this is crazy. Yeah, you that's know. awesome. So... You know, I, I wanted a, I, I really needed a job after coming back from Melbourne and, you know, after not getting a house, um, 
you know, also wanting a house and then basically getting a job and a house at the same time. So, yeah, the secret is definitely... Um, you have to read it, eh? Yeah. It's, 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 it's hard to explain it, and it sounds weird because Joe said this to me too when he was explaining to me. He's like, bro, I'm going to sound stupid, but you just need to read it to understand it, and you just need to believe in it, and it'll work. So it's, it's definitely um, done wonders for me, and I have tried to pass this on to so many of my friends who have just been like, meh. Yeah. You know? Have did you... I sound like, did I actually sound crazy when I was explaining it to you? Yeah, I was like, man, what? Like, yeah, good. Now we both sound crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you for joining us for this chat. We'll join you after this. To all our matua out there who want to dance and get fit to Pacifica music, join our Siva Samo dance classes each Thursday at 11 a.m. Call the friendly staff at Tangata Atumotu Trust on 0800-727-434 for further details or to arrange for a pickup. Man, speaking about manifestation, I was really trying to manifest Fiji and Drew getting their second win in a row. <laughs> yeah. They came so close. Did you see that? They uh, scored five, three tries within, what, 10 minutes? To to um to level it out with the Reds, I think at twenty eight all, and then in the dying minutes the Reds scored a try. Oh, so the Reds were up by at least fifteen um, points at one point, and you know it all looked lost for Fijian draw. Yeah, but uh, I think on the sixty sixty fifth minute they started putting on the uh, afterburners and scored three quick tries, uh, and then yeah managed to equalise it with the Reds. But uh, they came up short at the very end. So Fiji and Drill would have been the first team uh, in Super Rugby history to get back-to-back wins on their first year in the comp. Oh, okay, yes. You, do you know where the Crusaders came on their first year in, in Super Rugby? What? They came last. Oh, real? Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that. The, yeah, Crusaders came last in the first year of Super Rugby. Was it like when it was like Super 8 or Super it 6? It would have been something like that. I can't remember if it was Super 6 or Super... I think it was just a New Zealand comp back then, sort of being Otago, Christchurch, Wellington, Waikato, mm. and Auckland. So five? Yeah, true. Maybe it was just, yeah, I don't Could know. Have I have to look into it. Uh, because of COVID outbreaks, the Blues, Highlanders, Crusaders have been forced into, uh, well, isolation almost. And the lineup has changed for round five. So Moana Pacifica take on the Chiefs on Saturday to tomorrow, 7.05 at Mount Smart Stadium. Um, so that is going to be a good good game to watch. Chiefs just coming off a fresh win over mm. the Crusaders. Uh, it's going to be yeah. It's gonna, this one's going to be good, I reckon. Yeah. It's a, oh, where was the Crusaders and Blues game going to be played? Uh, I, I'm not too sure. I'm just reading the game change here. Oh. Yeah, I, I read about that. That um, I was got. So I think the Crusaders and Blues were supposed to play, and I think what's going to happen is that they're just going to both take away two points each. Mm. Uh, f- so I think it's just going to be a draw maybe but yeah if it was going to be in Christchurch it was going to be gutted because <laughs> I really would have liked to go to that game yeah would be awesome thank you for joining us on the show you're welcome to download this podcast or any of our other podcasts if you've missed them from the Plains FM website thank you to Tangata Atamata Trust for powering the show from Sam and I have an awesome weekend Pollyhood that was Polyhood, proudly sponsored by Tangata Atumotu Trust. To find out more about us, call 03 377 2016 
or find us online at tat.org.nz.